This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and I've been trying this new thing where instead of losing weight, I buy clothes that actually fit. Wow. Wow. Hooray. <laughs> right. uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and a thing about me is that I will most likely find your choreography video corny unless it's doing that thing where the ground shakes with every dance step, and then, then I will be in awe of your infinite power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and sorry I liked Abercrombie as a teen. I was not impervious to the siren song of the Thousand Oaks Mall. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. everyone welcome to the show i haven't watched this abercrombie documentary did you watch it Tess? no but you know like a couple episodes i was like ah, abercrombie was the coolest horniest thing and then it's like um it was problematic and i just want to come on record and say i've not revisited it <laughs> in any meaningful way since 1998 i apologize for my troublesome abercrombie views as stated and i was a mall rat and i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> well, they're coming for you. Wet seal is next. Watch out. <laughs> I, yeah, I think they could make that documentary about several different brands from the early 90s, early to late 90s, for sure. Exactly. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Whatever. Everything was, yeah, everything was a nightmare. So, whatever. I was, I was we were living earlier. in it and we loved it. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking over the weekend, like, oh, because I, I was going through a bunch of clothes and I have a couple of like old American apparel hoodies mm. that like, when oh, everyone yeah. went out of business, I bought the, I bought a bunch of those hoodies because I love the way they fit. And I have a few that have still never been worn. And I was like, this is like a weird relic. Do the kids even know about <gasps> you how could problematic probably... American apparel was? <laughs> that is, thank you. Great example. And more recent than mm-hmm. Abercrombie. I also have an American Apparel. It's probably actually one of my oldest pieces of clothing is that hoodie because it's great stand up mm-hmm. outfit. Yeah, and perfect. Um, you could probably make some money selling those. That's probably a good idea. I got three. I got three extra small hoodies unworn. Uh, an orange, a purple, and a navy blue, and they're really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, or we need to sew that into our new three-person shirt. And <gasps> <just say> yes, <laughs> three-person hoodie. No, I think you should just hold on to those forever. Uh, yeah, for yeah. no reason. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I mean, they've been—I've <laughs> had them for this long. Why start wearing them now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, those are just a. Oh my god! Wait, you know what I remembered? In July, I was looking at like um, going to a wedding. Mm-hmm. And I saw the sheet or get off the pot reminder for <laughs> Tess's. Do you remember those? We made a, we decided that if Tess didn't use these sheets by that date, she would have to get rid of them. So I'm just reminding you guys it's coming up. Thank you yeah, for that reminder. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, the time is got nine. a few months. Uh, quick check in. I have not done yeah. sheet with those sheets. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So uh, it will have to be a ritual of some burning or getting rid of the sheets. Unless you use them. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to find out. <laughs> let's, uh, I want to say our next guest, we've had um, on a lot of our live shows. She's so, she's such a great performer. And we had it on our, on our Zoom show recently, which if you missed it, was so much fun. So don't miss the next one. Our next one is June 5th. And we had a balloon, uh, I've, structurist that's not the right name a balloonist on our last one that was super fun and so we're always bringing fun interesting things to these shows um for sunday of every month so come check us out ladysunday.eventbrite.com if you want to see whatever weird shit we're doing and you do and hang out with us like we can that's a great time for you to come chat with us you know yeah we can help you get rid of your sunday blues Mm -hmm. yes exactly we're very proud to have cultivated a cool as fuck fan base and it's very fun to like get to meet and hang out with you guys and these shows are like a very intimate like fun way to just kind of like goof off and yeah you know, see we get as much out of it as you guys do too yes so. exactly Would love to see, you there. <laughs> see let's get to our uh our podcast episode our podcast episode my god we had so much fun hanging out with her she is a magician who performs at the magic castle and black rabbit rose here in los angeles 
Um, she's been on a TV show produced by the Obamas, no big deal, called Ada Twist Scientist. And she's in an upcoming movie called Marvelous in the Black Hole. It is the siren of magic, Elizabeth Messick. Okay, let's just say hi to our amazing guest, Elizabeth Messick. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. It's one o'clock for me, but it's, yeah, morning for me. It's the Whatever. artist. It's the artist yeah. morning. 1 p.m. is yeah, morning. Fine. Yes. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's morning. Yeah. This, I don't know if anyone else felt we were recording this one on a Monday. This Monday morning felt particularly difficult for me to. Oh, my in. God. More so yes. than usual. This one just yes. felt very like. Yes. Ugh, why another Monday? I felt real guard because he had to talk to me. That's why. No, no, no. I, I feel that way every day. This is the, this is truly the highlight of my day, actually. If you look at this. <laughs> yeah. No, I um totally. First of all, our coffee machine was broken, so I woke up to insufficient oh, no. caffeine. Terrible. Then. There, I, because we usually record at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I oh. woke up at like nine and I was like, oh. And then people were doing work in our backyard and I was like, I have to podcast at 10. I have to get out of here. And I like didn't have enough caffeine. And then I got here and logged in and you guys weren't logged on. And then I looked at the calendar and I was like, oh, one. Okay, cool. <laughs> I have to say, because Zoom tells me when someone tries to get into the room when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And like I saw the email like five minutes later and I was like, oh no, Tess didn't realize. Yeah. What time it was. That's so sad. <laughs> Why did we decide on one o'clock today? Did oh. you know that I'm not a morning person? Maybe. No, I, had a, I had a podcast earlier today. That's what it was. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. No, I, I, <laughs> nice. was, I was in the Daily Zeitgeist this morning already. I have, I'm doing four podcasts today. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Why are you doing, okay. No wonder it does it today feels weird. Yeah. I woke up yeah. and I was like, you're going to have to talk a lot. I just told my roommate, I was like, I need to be silent for about an hour before I am on Zoom for a million hours. <laughs> a little zen <Yeah>. meditation. <laughs> Um, I'm currently at home in Salt Lake City. I tested positive for COVID two days ago, no. so I'm holed up. It's, I'm luckily I'm doing well, so yeah. thank thank you everybody. But um, I'm like I'm literally just like isolated in a back room in my parents' place, and yep. they keep they just are like delivering me food outside <laughs> my door. <laughs> I feel very lucky. It's very sweet. My mom keeps writing little notes with everything. It's adorable. That's so cute. I love that. And you're from Salt Lake originally? I grew up in Salt Lake City. I I was born in California, but yeah. All right. right. Um, But yeah, I mean, I had all these plans and stuff and obviously stuff to do that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, I just got better. I I made it 771 days because I was still counting. Um, and And then I got hit and I was like, Ah! <laughs> no. Yeah, doing it was better both now, of though. your first time getting mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, have you had it, Elizabeth? <laughs> yeah, I had it. Oh, oh, it was terrible. I had it um, around Christmas time. I just got. Uh, I just broke up with my boyfriend, and then that week I got COVID, and that's why I had to miss Christmas. And then I was also on my period and was dealing oh, no. with like this thing that happened to me at the Magic Castle dealing with some like creepy guy uh, all in the same week so yeah but hey i got it all all out of out of the way right you're that's like yeah. <laughs> all at once <laughs> sometimes that's better just yeah. every yeah. shitty thing at once i think well, would yeah. you guys if you had this option if you could have everything bad that's gonna happen to you in a whole year happen to you in two weeks would you take that option yes yes yeah. yes mm-hmm. i think i would too yeah, because I think yeah. if, if you also, when you make it through that two weeks, it like, you know, it always makes you stronger and more confident in your abilities and stuff. And I'd just be like, all right, baby, bring it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But would yeah. you like it if a bunch of good stuff happened to you in like the span of two weeks? Because that's what's happened to me right now. And I'm oh, I don't scared of it. it. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm going to have a very, very depressive low very soon because everything's good right now. So I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe focus yes. on the negative right now. Maybe that'll help. I will. It will help. Yeah. I, yeah, Something's it will. Going that's wrong. what I do anyway. So. Um, can you share one of the good things that happened to you, Elizabeth? Yeah, I'm performing at the Magic Castle for the first time uh, this weekend. Yeah. Ooh, oh my god, so that's exciting. That's terrifying. Exciting, <laughs> but also right. terrifying. Yeah. That's so, so awesome. like for people who don't know, the Magic Castle is like explain to everyone what Magic Castle is. All of us have been there, but mm-hmm. it's kind of an institution. 
Yeah, it's an exclusive club uh, for magicians. It was opened in the 1960s, and um, you have to have an invitation to go inside, or you have to be a member. Um, I am a magician member. I had to audition to become a magician member, and it's just like this clubhouse. It's really fun. You have to dress fancy for it. No photos are allowed inside, and it's in this, like, Victorian mansion. I, I'm probably, it's probably not a mansion. I, it's a chateau. That's what it's called, a Victorian chateau. Um, and it's it's filled with a lot of like nooks and crannies and magicians performing everywhere. It's really cool. Um, I believe only 10% of the members are female and um, not very many women perform there. So it's a quite an honor to to do this but it's been looming over my head for years like one day i'll perform at the castle and now it's here so now my life is going to be before the castle and after and i'm just afraid because it's yeah my dream is coming true yeah it's no one really tells you how anxiety inducing it is to have your dreams come true i know diarrhea every day i mean that's already how it is for me anyway but like even more yeah yeah nobody talks about the diarrhea involved when you're pursuing your lifelong goals yeah, yeah absolutely can i just tell you if you were a venue owner and you were listening to this podcast the most important room in your venue is the performer's bathroom Yes. Mm. We need nice, yes. clean bathrooms. Yeah. Yes, we do. Something private <laughs> that's like away from everybody because everybody gets pre-show shits. Um, <laughs> just a little yes. showbiz secret for the listener. <laughs> yeah, that's um, the Magic Castle is so cool. I mean, I've had a few fun experiences there. It's like, you know, you get dressed up. It overlooks L.A. It's like at the top of this hill in Hollywood. Right. And, and Hollywood, it's their secret entrance situation. Yeah. and. It's so much fun and it's definitely like one of the, I don't know, one of the coolest things to go to as a, you know, as a guest or as an audience member. So I can imagine just like the honor of performing there. It's so exciting. Yeah, thank you. It's very exciting. It's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of expectations, especially as a woman. I don't want people to think I was hired because I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. uh, so making sure that I have the quality of work that people expect there. It's a whole thing, but I'm very, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's good. Well, you're a fan. <laughs> you're fine. I mean, we've seen, we've had you on a couple of lady to lady live shows and you're fantastic. I'm you're very amazing. excited for our larger audience to get to see you there too. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Do you know like how <laughs> long of a, is it called a set in that context? Um, yeah. I call it a set. Um, but yeah, that's what I call it. How long of a set will you be doing? Um, we're doing about 35 minutes. We, as in me and my magic partner, me, yeah, I don't call myself a we, although I probably should because I have a lot of... <laughs> After you do emotions. the after you do the show, you got to start calling yourself a we. Really get yes, more mysterious. We. I think would our name is Elizabeth Mesick. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so it's a thirty-five minute set, and we're performing in the Peller, which is uh, so there are different theaters there. The Peller is where two people perform, and it's kind of more of the experimental theater. Um, so my partner and I are doing. We're kind of doing a little bit of absurd comedy in the act, as well as music, juggling, and of course magic. So it's like a vaudeville kind of a set. It's it's it'll be fun. That's Hell exciting. Yeah. yeah. How like um because with stand up like we practice at open mics and stuff and it's like mm -hmm. very in front of each other. But I would assume most of magic is like you at home trying to figure out like a like like what is the process of like getting oh. getting a, a joke from like thought up the stage. Right. Um, so we actually do have a lot of jokes in our act. So in, in a way, it's very similar to stand up. Um, we have these like, quote unquote, open mic rooms it, at the Magic Castle. It's called the Hat and Hair and uh, the Cellar. They're um, underground. And um, that's where magicians just practice their sets. Mm -hmm. You get to sign up a 30 minute slot and yeah, you just bring some people down and see what works. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so I'm really lucky that, that we have something like that there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I know we were kind of talking about, yeah, like comedy being similar to magic in certain ways and that people just like don't want to grow up. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like magic probably has an even deeper like sense of like guys who feel like they belong or, you know, they feel like they've earned a path and something uh -huh. like that. Is, is that how you feel? Elizabeth yeah, is smiling very big. Right <laughs> <laughs> I know I have to be very careful with my words, uh, but I yeah, 
I think magic it, it's filled with a, a it's filled with a lot of great people, but then there's also a lot of the people who haven't been able to really grow up in a certain way, and um, there's a lot of what I guess what you call our hack magicians. I think you probably have hack comic, yes. hack comics, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Of just like tell the classic jokes. Um, I think it's a little bit easier to be a hack magician because you can literally go to a magic store and buy a self-working trick that comes with a script mm-hmm. and you're allowed to perform that. Mm-hmm. And so um, magic is filled with a lot of that. And those are usually <laughs> the people who kind of put, women and people in marginalized positions yeah. down mm-hmm. because it's like a threat or something like that. I don't know yeah. what the question was. I just started but saying But that's the answer. That's all the but answer. But that's, that's the answer. We were just <laughs> confirming what we all do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, do and I don't think any of them would listen to this podcast anyway. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I do like that. I feel yeah. it's almost like the Harry Potter invisibility cloak, our title, because we can like, just by saying that, we keep out a lot of people who right. <laughs> it's an automatic filter yeah exactly <laughs> what, i love it what were like you were like mad like magician magical like what made you want to it's the standard question what made you want to get into this like what were like your magical influences like coming up because like there aren't that many female magicians at least that i know of right um uh, my influence is an imaginary character named matilda <laughs> uh-huh. oh roll doll as in the roll doll matilda okay yeah nice. uh as in like Mara Wilson, Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, the that book. We're Danny DeVito yeah. podcast, so. Yeah. Uh, you could say we Stanny DeVito. <laughs> I Stanny DeVito, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, another good thing that happened to me this week was uh, I was in a movie with Rhea Perlman where I played a magician, and she played played a magician. So, yeah, that's like full circle, and I told her, like, Matilda was the reason I became a magician. Oh, I love so that. So it was pretty cool. And I actually have like a, a Matilda inspired uh, piece. I'm not doing it at the castle. I usually do it for kids shows. Um, but yeah, it was That Matilda. is so cute. I love Oh yeah, I saw your picture with her. You guys were so cute. She's so sweet, but I was so afraid of her as a kid growing up because she played the scary mom. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have you all seen that movie? If not, you have to. Yes. I have not seen it in a while, but I read the book when I was a kid, too. So I feel like I have between the reading the book and the movie. I think I remember it. I remember I I actually watched it for the first time recently and it was very good. Oh, remember Miss Honey? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. What an amazing teacher. (laughs) I I remember mostly the cake. Uh, oh yeah, that's what I remember too. Cake oh god, the giant chocolate was cake! Like, like I think made me an emotional eater as a child. I was like, I would eat that whole thing, and I would <laughs> I feel I so accomplished. Yeah. Intersperse that and the giant stack of pancakes from uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Uncle Buck. <laughs> Those were like interchangeable in my mind. Uh, oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. So you okay? So you said she when I asked Elizabeth to do the podcast, she was like, I can talk about the secret that I just <laughs> told the world. And I was like, What is that? Ooh. What is it? So she said she's she's with her magic partner. Ooh, yeah. date, they're to, dated. They're together, and it was like a big scandal. Oh really? <laughs> oh my! I love <laughs> this. Okay, let's scandal. hear the whole thing. So yeah, yeah how yeah. Did, how did it start? How did it transpire? Okay, here okay. here it is. So <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, the person I'm performing with in the Peller is his name is Eric Thurston. Um, he and I started working together together in November. Um, I've had a crush on him for four years. Mm. I I would do these little moves and I don't make first moves, but I did for him Mm. because he (laughs) he just wasn't creepy. He was very sweet and respectful. And I was like, I want him to notice me. And I don't date magicians. I don't date comics anymore. Um, But (laughs) something about him. So four years ago, and he specifically remembers this, we performed at this show together, and like I had him zip up my my dress. Mm. <gasps> Great you know? move. I, he didn't have to. I can zip up my own dress, yeah. but uh, it was like little <laughs> moves like that, and he never reacted to them really. He never liked any of my thirst traps on Instagram. Oh. I always noticed that your thirsting traps. Mm. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know I never liked his either because mm-hmm. you know I was like I-, I don't want him to know that I have a crush on him. So it was kind of this weird thing where it was just I guess we had a secret magic crush on each other. But uh, so he asked me to work with him in November, and I had a boyfriend at the time. But I was like, oh, my magic crush 
wants to work with me. That's cool. And this is safe because I have a boyfriend. Like nothing will happen. It will just, you know, yeah, have a great time and work together. Um, but I had already wanted to break up with my boyfriend. I tried to in October and then uh, I, I break up with him in December. And, you know, Eric and I are working together. It's very professional. Um, and then one night we all we go out and he ends up like, you know, this there's this girl and they end up like kissing or whatever. Mm-mm. And I got super jealous. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, I have to tell him how I feel. Um, so I tell him how I feel. I, I ask him out on a date, which I never do. <laughs> uh, and he rejects me. Oh. Yeah, he rejects me. But this is did you in- pull like a flower from behind his ear when you asked him? I did. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Standard. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. Um, right. And... Uh, he was like, no, I, it's there. The stakes are too high. Um, I, you know, this should just be professional, all this stuff. And I'm like, but we had chemistry. I know it. Mm-hmm. Our rehearsals last so long. You, you cook me dinner. We laugh at everything and we just mm-hmm. understand each other. We get the world of magic. And, and he's like, yeah, it needs to be professional. So I'm like, okay. Um, so we're continuing to work together. So many people at the castle ask if we're dating, and I just have to go, no, we're twins. That was, like, our response. <laughs> oh, we're <laughs> twins. Great response. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then a few weeks ago, um, I go on this cruise. To It was a Disney cruise. And um, at this point, we had worked together so much and really, really, really got to know each other. Um, and I start going on these dates with these men and I'm slowly starting to like forget about him. Mm-hmm. And, um, and apparently he missed me while I was on the cruise mm-hmm. and he oh, was yeah. sad that I didn't say bye to him at the magic castle the night before. <laughs> and so, um, he's like texting me a lot while I'm on this cruise. Um, also I'm just going to note He's a bit of a he was a bit of a bad boy. I'm not gonna tell you the bad boy things he's done, but <laughs> I'm a very good girl. I, I don't really drink or do any of that stuff. And I found out he did this bad boy kind of thing while I was on the cruise and I got very upset with him. I was disappointed because I thought he was gonna be a little more sober. a good boy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we had talked about it. And I was very disappointed and his reaction to it was he felt so sorry and so sad of, about how I reacted. And uh, he was going to stop mm. doing the bad boy thing. Uh, and he did stop. I didn't ask him to stop. Mm-hmm. He just decided to because he'd rather quit that than, like, ever disappoint me again. And I'm like, that's weird. I was like, I really got to set some boundaries with this guy. Because um, <laughs> this is, like, very unhealthy. Where it, I still, like, kind of like him. And then he's leading me on in these weird ways. And then um, on the last day of the cruise, I get very, very bad food poisoning. Oh, my gosh. He picks me up, uh, and then he has these groceries for me, and he's like, good morning, sunshine. And I'm like, what? I really need to establish boundaries. When I feel better, I need to tell him he can't, like, be all cute and stuff because <laughs> I can't move on. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I was – vomiting, diarrhea, like both ends, blah, blah, blah. And he took care of me. And then the uh, the day after the cruise, he revealed his feelings to me. And then I responded with, uh, why? <laughs> you know, I was very mad because <laughs> yeah. it had been months yeah. of me Years crying even. over him every night. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I was like, you know how I feel. And then that night we had our, our first kiss and uh, I vomited all over his uh, brand new suit. Oh, what a beautiful right. story. That is the grossest <laughs> yeah, story uh, and now I've ever heard. We've been together ever since. That was four weeks ago. And uh, so we were kind of like secretly dating for a little bit. So we would go to the castle and like kiss behind the the curtains. And Oh, uh, hell yeah. That's hot. Right. Some uh, <laughs> like backstage high school theater mm, yeah. like <laughs> shenanigans. Right. And uh, it's kind of, you know, a little bit of the talk of the town because we both started as duos. I was in a female duo. He was in a male duo. And we were we were like rivals. Mm. And then uh, we would perform together and we have these like rival videos. And now we became a duo. So, yeah, people are just like, 
interested to see what it's what it's going to be like. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I I think you fixed him, which we try to warn against on the show. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but it is possible. I, well, she proved it. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, he was a walking red flag. Like my friends and I were trying we were like seing examining how often he would make me cry and like we were trying to see the oh, patterns no. of it. We <laughs> thought he was a narcissist. But it turns out he was just really respectful and didn't want to ruin the professional relationship. And he didn't ever want to date a female magician because that's like not what you do. Like mm-hmm. he, he's professional, but yeah. Okay. Well, I'm happy for you, but I'm also nervous. So don't let him saw you in half anytime soon. No. Oh, I'll saw him in half. Don't worry. <laughs> he's my assistant. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's the Good. that's the a bit of the story. And now we're just very happy, and we're like, whatever. It doesn't need to be a secret. But we're still twins. now i really i mean excited to see you guys perform sometime but this adds an element of it adds an element yeah thank you i'm very happy yeah all right we have to uh take a break everybody but we'll be right back Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Elizabeth. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay. We gave Elizabeth a preview of what our game is, and she was very excited. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. MySpace quiz. So let's play our um, our theme song. I feel like I haven't heard this one in a second. I'm very excited. It is good. Nice voices. Thank Thank you. you. Quiz. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. We've never had a guest add on to our harmony before. (laughs) (laughs) My space quiz. Yes. Yes. Was this like a legit singer? So we should have her come in and. Help yeah. us with some new. We should say for the no, new your song is perfect. We should say for the huh? listener, you are also like an amazing singer, and that's a big part of your magic act, which is very Thank you. cool to see. Thank you. Oh yeah, yes, it is a very big part of my magic act. Uh, singing is my very first love. <laughs> <laughs> to make money as a singer, when you look like me and sound like me, it's like yeah, everyone in LA looks and sounds like this. <laughs> but if you add some magic to it, and then you get to pay, uh, paid the bucks. Hey. That's the fun. Yeah, that's a cool combo. Mm-hmm. I feel like singing is to me like the most is so vulnerable. Like music yes. is more vulnerable than anything to me. Oh yes. Well, yeah, because you you are allowed to be vulnerable when you sing, Mm -hmm. but when you're performing magic, I feel very vulnerable because if I make any mistake, people want you to make mistakes, and they're like, yes, mess up. (laughs) We want you to mess up. But with singing, it's okay if you do because everyone's like on your team. They're like Mm -hmm. also vulnerable with you. Unless you're Fergie (laughs) singing the national anthem. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah. yeah. That actually, uh-huh. Yeah, that's the I, only I do exception. feel like, yeah, the national anthem can get some people rooting against you sometimes. Actually, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I'm a hypocrite, actually. That's exactly how I feel when I hear people sing the national anthem. <laughs> I get bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It truly is like the. Uh, it's it's not unlike ice skating, where it's like you're happy when they do well, but you're happier when they fall. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, ignore everything I just said. (laughs) It's just worse when you're doing both, I guess. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Okay, well, Elizabeth, we have some MySpace questions for you. (gasps) Yes. What did I say? It was the original demisexual thirst trap. (laughs) Yes. Wait, I'm sorry to ask this, but what is demisexual? Oh, uh, it's basically you're attracted to someone's brains. Yeah, you're only you're sexually attracted to to someone when you uh, get to know them emotionally, and yeah, it. uh I'm not just ever just sexually attracted to anyone. I have to get to know them. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Otherwise, we'd all be attracted to Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is so great. You didn't. You didn't used to post your bulletins, so you can feel like this is you following through on posting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Your bulletins. Okay. Uh, what is a weird lie you've told? Oh, a weird lie I've told. 
Um, okay. When I was younger, oh, this is the first time I've, I've ever admitted this. Oh my god! Oh, exciting! <laughs> Confession I, session, an old yeah, one too. Yes. Uh, I said I was allergic to strawberries because I didn't like the taste of them. But actually, I had never tasted strawberries, and I recently tasted them a few years ago, and I like them, so I'm no longer allergic. That's the, that's the cutest thing that you could have said after the build up to that. I I was expecting like, oh no, I I killed a man. <laughs> well, that too, but that's not you know a secret. <laughs> Do you guys ever feel like your like tastes or like distastes or I guess likes or dislikes in food? People start to like make that a thing about you, and then you feel like you can't ever try that food. I don't know if I make it a thing, but I do find it. I guess I find it funny when people get mad at me for like not liking tomatoes, and it's like I don't. I'm not trying to like. I'm not making it up. Like it's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. They take it really personally. They do. They take it very personally. They do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. People. People don't understand how I don't like eggs, and I'm just like I don't know how to tell you. I just. I just don't. And I was just about to get mad at you. <laughs> so I get it. What? Texture, okay. baby. There you go. It's like a classic. It's like a Twitter thing where everything yeah. you write on Twitter, everyone takes personally when you're like, that yeah. really had nothing to do with you, actually. Nothing. It had to do with me and my own thoughts. Yeah. That's how some people are. Well, the more successful you get, I don't know if you have gotten this, people get mad at you for being successful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They take. They're like. They take it personally. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Everyone's always like. They're just jealous. And I'm like. Okay. Well, that's not helping the way my brain is taking this in. They're still right. Right. She's like, what did I do? Should I just not be successful? Uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That's what everyone wants. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess I'll just. Yeah. Meet everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why did Why did you? Uh, just think that you didn't like strawberries. Was it just like the look of them? You just were like, Mm-mm, not interested because you'd never tried one before, but you knew you thought you didn't like them. Uh, yeah, I think it was like in a salad or something. I don't like sal. I don't like vegetables, and I think it was in a salad. And I'm like, that's a that's a vegetable. I don't like it. <laughs> wow. Hold it on. Just Let's as simple as that. pause. You don't like vegetables. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Uh-huh. You don't like any. My brother's the same way. Uh yeah, but I. Like my my boyfriend, I can call him my boyfriend now. He's like <laughs> feeding me vegetables. I recently started getting into avocado. If you put like lemon in it, and mm-hmm. yeah, right. I I like. I candy. I get it. I'm not like a huge vegetable person. I have to really force myself. Like I could really just not eat vegetables and be fine. Right. Mm. And then I found out recently I'm I'm anemic, which is why I like fainted a couple times. And so the doctor's like, you got to eat vegetables. So yeah, get your iron up. They're like strawberry vegetable diet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Tess, I would. I'm like. I'm I would bet, like, because you're mm. from out here in California and you grew up around a lot of farms, so you probably had a lot yeah. of like, fresh vegetables growing up. I, yeah. I, my, my growing up, at least, most of the vegetables I ate were canned and were, like, mm. just Oh, yeah, that's a whole different bargain. <laughs> and I just, yeah, I didn't yeah. realize I liked stuff until I had, like, the fresh versions of a lot of things. That I was like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Peas are really good. Like, oh, spinach is, like, actually, like, it's like, I, I like all these things because I've had, like, the real versions of them that aren't mushy in a can. Yeah, I mean, I'm from like a farming family too. So like when I was a baby, like Whoa. this is like a, a urban legend about my babyhood. But apparently, my dad <laughs> would like bring broccoli straight from literally straight from the farm, and then come home and puree it for me. And that was my earliest baby food. And as a baby, oh my gosh, my parents would try to feed me like meat baby food, and I would throw it back in their faces. Like as an infant, I hated meat and I loved broccoli. Whoa. But it probably you're oh right. God. It was <laughs> no. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, are you amazing. are you vegetarian? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's really cute. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, I think there is something just in me, like in infancy. Right. I was just like, get this out of my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. I'm like. I'm just. I always call myself a garbage can. Like I can really. <laughs> I can eat like anything, and I can yeah. especially eat shitty food, and it won't affect me. And it's like that's annoying. how I am. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I eat a lot of shitty food. I wish. What's I wish everyone's favorite before. garbage can food? Uh, any. I mean, I. Anything that. Uh, <laughs> I mean. 
Like a, like a 7-Eleven pizza. I can fuck up a 7-Eleven pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's gross. I it's can too. Good. I'm but. into you know the hot what? dog version. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll say hot dogs because those are generally like so gross, yeah. but I, I can fuck those up. And a cup of noodles like in the styrofoam, yeah. you know, yeah. like put in the microwave. Like I'm, yeah, probably going to get cancer from it. I love it. I can do a Just novelty burger. No problem. Like a what? A novelty burger of some kind. I can get okay. into yeah. for sure. Like I can... Yeah, I wish I wish I was a little bit more sensitive to stuff because it would make me maybe stop stop eating it. That's how I am with candy. Like the amount of candy I can eat without feeling sick is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally can't have it in my house because my bot like my my tank never gets to full. It's just like yeah, I can right. just keep putting it down. <laughs> but the thing is, I do have a lot of bowel issues. I just don't care. Yeah. Right, right. You're like, it's Thanks. not enough for me to put those things It's away. probably my body saying you shouldn't be doing this, but I'm like, eh, I'm yeah, used yeah. to it. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, okay. Uh, Elizabeth, do you know triplets? <laughs> oh, um, I have a lot of twins in my family. Do I know triplets? Yes. A, f- a friend's, uh, a couple of my friends have triplets that I've met once. It's not an interesting answer. Well, I guess like, I don't enough. know how it would, yeah. You yeah. I mean, so. I have brothers who are triplets. That's probably Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> that That yeah. is very close. Yeah, they're, but they're teenagers, so they're a lot younger than me. But yeah, I have, tri- I'm, I'm a sister to triplets. Oh, yeah, yeah, I always forget that. They always mm-hmm. like, you kind of forget about triplets because like twins, like I know a lot of twins that feels very like, all right, cool. But then it's like three, there's a, Oh, you guys, when they were babies, you know that joke? Like, I mean, birth control, truly Mm. birth control. Like, (laughs) oh, I'm sure. Like, you would go over to that house and it would be like, I mean, it was a literal juggling act. Like, there were always more babies than there were hands to hold them. It was like, (laughs) and like, it was like a cyclone. Yeah, I cannot imagine having more than one baby at once. That's wild. Are they, they're younger than you? You're, yeah, they're a lot younger than me. Yeah, they're 16. Oh, mm-hmm. oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And were you in the house when uh, when they were babies? Like, were you no, helping? I was already yeah. an adult when they were born, but I've always been, like, really hand- – like, I, I, like, to babysit them a lot. Like, I've had them over to my house, gone on trips with them. Yeah, I've been pretty, okay. like, involved in their life. Yeah, and they're all very okay. different. Mm-hmm. Very different. Oh. And yeah. are they identical? They're fraternal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Did they like, yeah. were they dressed the same as children? Like, did your parents ever, ever try to like do the like, we got um, three? Do, like, yeah. Like, definitely like for photos and stuff like that. But I think yeah. like, especially even more so with triplets than twins, I think there's like, you feel this pressure to really differentiate between them. And like, at least for myself personally, I never get the, I try not to get them all the same present for Christmas. Like I always try to like, or for their birthday, cause they have to share a birthday with two other people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at a list of celebrity twins and I forgot that Tia and Tamara Maori were like the big, the other like big twins besides the Olsen twins of like growing up. Oh, they're, I mean, they're still out there. They've got like multiple reality shows. They're still doing shit. I had a way to differentiate them. Tia and Tamara was freckle, no freckle. Mm. Freckle, I think Tia, freckle, Tamara. Tia, freckle. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. They, no, yeah, they really, um, I mean, they're out here doing reality shows. I gotta say, yeah. the Olsen twins, they don't need to, but if I would watch the fuck out of their reality oh, show. Oh my God. I, what, know. I would, if I had a network, I would pay any amount of money to have a reality show with the Olsen twins. I'm so fascinated by them. I would watch they're them. Very interesting. It, it could just be like a Jim Jarmusch movie of them just yes. cigs and drinking coffee. <laughs> Did you guys just like never going to any full house reunions? Right. (laughs) Did you used to play Mary Kate and Ashley when you were a kid like I did or is that just me? I never played them. I think I feel like they were a little young for like my. Yeah. Did you play it by yourself? Or did you have? Yeah, like like with my my reflection. Oh, okay. That's so sad. (laughs) That's hilarious. Did you do the pizza song? P I Z Z A. No, I was more like two of a kind um, era, Mary Kate and Ashley when they're like teenagers. Yeah, I did also, that when I was a teenager. I feel like this has been explained to us as the public, but why are they so rich? Like, I get they did a couple of videos and maybe they had a clothing line. Dual star. 
I their think- production company. Oh. That was their the one that made all their movies and stuff. Made all their movies, and they had the Walmart, uh, you know, yes. real, it, real, uh, real clothes for real girls, which is their mm-hmm. clothing line. Yeah, I think they just franchised their brand like super early, so they had tons of clothes yeah. and like everything. Right, they probably and were then like they're in charge of all of it actually, and like own the IP. So, right, yeah. and they're, they're worth two hundred and fifty million dollars each. That's yeah. crazy. Ugh. I'm just so obsessed with them for so many. Like, I just also, I think they both have such good style. Like, to me, they are they the epitome do. of glamour. Like, they make, yeah. they're the only people that can be holding like a cigarette and a yoga mat and a cup of coffee and just look so hot doing it. Like, and, <laughs> and then the fact that they have each other, like, you know, they're not lonely because yeah. they can, like, they have another one to go through they're it best with. They're friends. I know. Unless one of them dies. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then they'll make a hit movie about it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, the then there's Elizabeth the actor. and the other. Yeah, yeah. The other so it's fine. They're basically yeah. triplets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and then Elizabeth Olsen and the uh, mm-hmm. she's coming into her own. And then they yeah. have a couple of other siblings who look just like them as well. Oh, so, so cool. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, okay. One more cue. So what do we want to do here? Let's do. Oh. What's one thing that you should probably get rid of, but just can't? Oh. Um, <laughs> Looking around at all of it. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I have a lot of dresses, probably the, a lot of those. Um, you know, I gained a couple pounds over COVID, and a lot of my dresses don't fit me anymore, but I can't get rid of That's them. That's tough. That's always yeah. a, It's tough. It's a hard gamble because yeah. you're like, yeah, these could fit me. They cost a lot of money. Like, what am I going to do? Just fucking get rid of them? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely went the opposite end, and I'm just, I, I'm a new size, and I just bought shit that actually fits me, and it's going great. Because <laughs> oh. I was like, I'm not squeezing myself into this shit anymore. <laughs> did you get rid of a bunch of shit? I did. I, I kind of, like, I, I didn't want to, like, put myself through actually getting rid of it, so I just put a, sh- a ton of shit to the side. And I was like, you're not wearing this now. Just get it out of your sight. And then, like, I'll deal with it eventually, you know. I'll invite you guys now. And, Elizabeth, if you want to come to this, too, my roommate Anna, for her birthday, she's going to do a clothing swap at our place. Ooh, fun. Oh, I have so much. A fun, like, birthday activity. (laughs) So everyone gets a present if you want. Yes. (laughs) That's fun. I feel like I've done some of my favorite stuff at clothing swaps. And it's always fun to see someone in your stuff later. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, because you know it's going to a good home. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I can't remember if, like, we've talked about it on or off the podcast but like I think we've talked about like how fun it would be to do like a tour a lady to lady tour that was just like clothing swaps during the day <gasps> and then like shows at night oh my god that's oh, a really funny that's, that's that is... I've had I can't remember I, I don't yeah, I remember that. that okay well anyway that's a, that's a that's a tour idea that I think would be really you don't really even fun. need to do laundry you just get new clothes every day yeah yes. <laughs> yeah we just um, have them do laundry the rule is that we have to wear something we found at the clothing swap during the show <gasps> exactly yeah yes. yeah are but we, let's see like underwear. Okay, guys, I think PJ's no, no underwear. PJ's oh, no underwear. I like that. Yeah. I, but I think we do need to be a little bit honest here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes <laughs> in clothing swaps, what happens is everyone brings that dress or that shirt that seemed like a good idea at the time that you got at Forever 21 that actually fits poorly. Mm-hmm. And then you make it someone else's problem. Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> your choice to make it your problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but if like, you take let's it. be real. I feel like a good. 80% of the stuff I get at clothing swaps, I end up then taking to the thrift store a year later. Well, yeah, but I, f- I, f- I feel like it's an average. I don't know. I feel like I come out pretty. Oh, yeah. Pretty well. It's worth it for that 20% to me, for sure. But yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah. take in some like my fishnet takes in. Oh, some, yeah, like, because unwanted. you're like, it's free. <laughs> Let me just take this. And then you're like, oh, I just have all this shit now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get that free that free brain. Going. Yeah, I hate to admit that, but you're right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, okay, we're gonna. Uh, I don't know. We'll be right back. I was gonna try and make a clothing swap joke, but nothing came to mind. <laughs> we'll be back in a second. Hey everyone, I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay, we're going to do some lady problems and give advice to 
all of the lost souls who somehow ask us to solve their problems. Lady problems. Lady problems. Lady. Lady. Lady problems. Lady problems. Lady problems. <laughs> Do you have them? Lady problems. Problems. Do you have them? All the time. People have them. <laughs> Ooh. I like the guest freestyling over the songs. Yeah, you know. we should ask for all, everyone mm. to do that. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I'm calling. Just have a little problem. Nothing crazy. I'm 27. My boyfriend's 33. I met him at a show. I thought he was cute. He was selling merch. I left my number on a bar napkin. And the rest is history. So I live in Southern California. He lives in Richmond, Virginia. We've been doing long distance for about six months, and I'm actually going to be moving out there uh, in the summer. I'm really excited. My lady problem is not a big one, but I'm not a big drinker, but I do on weekends, you know, like to let loose a little bit. My boyfriend does not drink. Uh, he never had a problem with alcohol. He just never got into it. And it's not necessarily a problem, but I think I feel just a little kind of would wish, you know, that sometimes when we go out, if we both get a little tipsy together, you know, just that, and I think it's just more, and he doesn't care that I drink, I'm not a big drinker anyway, but, you know, some words of encouragement, but it's not a big deal, my previous relationship was very abusive alcoholic, so it's a big one, like, change, good one, but, you know, just to, you know, some words of encouragement that I'm not, (laughs) that I'm just nitpicking this. Also, I know you get a lot of advice from moving to a big new city. I'm going to be moving to Richmond. From I'm living in San Diego now. Just and I know you always give advice for meeting friends. I'm a bartender, so I'll be moving out there. So yeah, and we have we have a lot of fun together. I'm leaving Vegas right now. We had a great weekend. But yeah, any any little advice would be great. Thank you, ladies. I love you so much. I appreciate it. Aww, Aww. little advice. Love little it. advice. <laughs> Well, it sounds exciting. That's congrats. Sounds like you're in a fun. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, this is so exciting. It is. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think we all have different degrees of like experience in this situation. I am definitely the person who drinks more in my relationship. My boyfriend is just like not booze just doesn't agree with him. So um, it, it really, yeah, we've been, it doesn't matter, you know, like I kind of find it nice because I have the option to like go for it if I want, but I can also not. And then we can still do our own thing and have fun either way, you know? So I feel like nothing's like dependent on that, which I feel like I could, I've gotten, you know, and not, and it's kind of been dependent in the past, like in that way where you're like, I have to do this to have fun almost. Mm -hmm. And it's nice being with somebody where that's not like the case for sure. Yeah. Yeah, And, uh, and I'm the person who doesn't uh, really drink that often. And uh, my partner, does like on occasion but yeah it's it's not a a big issue and um congratulations i think it's gonna work out just well and i'm really sorry that you were in a relationship with an alcoholic i've been there before too and i know Mm -hmm. how terrible Mm -hmm. it can be but here's your words of encouragement i think it's great and i think you're great and um i'm very happy for you Aww. Aww. (laughs) oh i love that yeah i mean i don't i listeners know I, I don't drink I never have it's like just not a big deal not something I ever wanted to do and like um I think you know I I fucking hang all the time anyway I mean I don't uh I think there's as long as there's nobody's like being judgy and everyone's cool it's great and it's nice to have I think a, re- a reporter at the end of the night to tell you what happened <laughs> <laughs> no that's not good no one wants that <laughs> no it's not <laughs> but yeah but your partner your partner drinks right brandy yeah 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 rick drinks and like it's yeah he, he drinks he smokes weed it's like no problem i mean like i don't think i need it to like loosen up like i'm you know pretty comfortable just like talking to people and stuff anyway so you know dancing or whatever it's like not uh that has never really been like that much of an issue so, yeah I mean, I mean i think it's a good thing 
First of all, if as far as your words of encouragement, I'm happy to tell you, have a drink. You deserve it. And yes. um, yeah, I mean, like it sounds like you work around alcohol. I think when you work in a bar, that actually can really help you moderate quite a bit because you're really you, you need to be the one that knows when someone can't be served and you're you're used to kind of being around alcohol. And I think it can actually help you be pretty moderate in your use of it. And um if you like drinking, it's like going to be, it's who you are. So he may as well just get used to it. Like you're good. Don't feel, you should never apologize for like what you want to do or who you like, you know, I don't eat meat and my husband loves to eat meat. Like it's not something, you know, it's something that I don't personally do, but that doesn't mean that I think it needs to extend to like what my partner does. And like, he kind of makes fun of me because I'll order like a steak and I'm like, Oh, is that a T-bone? You got a T-bone? And like, I'm just like, I'm just like, that's cool. Like, <laughs> you know, like we don't have to share every single thing. Like it's okay to have different things that you like to indulge in. And it doesn't sound like you're crossing into the line of it being problematic or anything. So you should just enjoy yourself. Yeah. I think like as long as he's not judging you or putting something weird on you, which it doesn't sound like he yeah. is, that's the most important thing. I think that's when I really realized that I would had a great partner was – you know, there are certain things that I, like, I'm messy, and I was always ashamed of that, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. I was worried that he would be judgy of me drinking or something like that, and he never, ever, ever is, and I think that that's a very good sign of someone yeah. who, you know, is a good person to be with. I think also just, like, I'd ask that you make sure that you respect his decisions the way that he is respecting yours, too, you know? I mean, like, if he's if he doesn't want to drink and he doesn't drink and that's that's no problem, I wouldn't push try to push him to change that at all, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys both just have to, like, it's either going to work with you guys being yeah. yourselves or it's not. So, like, you just got to kind of put <laughs> put your real self out there and hope for the best. <laughs> but, yeah, you sound really happy and, like, you're in a really good place. And, yeah, I think also the fact that you do have, it sounds like, you know, kind of an upsetting past relationship. I would maybe, mm-hmm. it sounds like you are being kind of mindful of how that could potentially be coloring this situation. Um, but sometimes I think it can help to just rationally think about that. Like, that's... Is this really about what's going on now or is this a little bit about your previous relationship? Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And um, I mean, Richmond's an awesome city. It's it's really cool. We've we've done shows out there. It's like got a lot of like it's got a very cool like art scene out there. Like it's just a it's just a really rad, cool place. I, I like Richmond a lot. So I'm excited for you to move to a fun place. Ooh, yeah. Congrats. It's good. And like yeah. also on the East Coast, um, something too that especially moving to that kind of area that you don't really have as such as Southern California is that like when you're in Richmond, you're just a few hours from D.C. You're just a few hours from Baltimore. You're just a few hours from Philly. New York's not that far. There's like a train that'll take you to all of those cities within like five hours of each other. So it's like. It really like that that corridor opens up just getting to explore so much because stuff is so close to each other. And Ooh, you're making me want to move there. <laughs> I know. It's where I'm from. I, I, I love it. I love it oh, so wow. much. So it's it's you know, I'm, I'm excited for you to get to explore and see a bunch of stuff. And there's a lot of very cool history. And it's uh, yeah, Virginia can be gorgeous. <laughs> I get it's funny, you know, being a drinker with a non drinker because my version of exploring is like hitting dive bars. Mm-hmm. So mm. we have to split our, you know, like yeah. who wants to do, what is each person up for here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything he likes to do that you're not into? Um, I mean, I'm generally the person making us go places. So. <laughs> 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 not really. He's always down, you know, it just like depends on mm-hmm. where we are or whatever. Yeah. How long have you been with your partner for? Uh, three years. Oh, yeah. Congrats. He's a sweetie. Yeah. Good. Good, good. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, this is not for everyone. Not everyone likes to run, but like, I, I really like when I'm in a new city to like find a cool path or something to run on because I feel like that is a really cool, like, intimate way to kind of get to know a place. So uh, maybe it'd be fun to like, if you don't like to, I don't know, make a playlist and go on a walk or play some podcasts and walk around the city. I think that just kind of tripping around on foot is a really good way to like get excited about a place and find little different like nooks and crannies and stuff. Yeah, definitely. You always see so much more than you do just driving around. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, there's a really great bar in Richmond called Guar Bar. I hope it's survived. It's owned. It's owned by the uh, the members of Guar, and it's very fucking cool. So he'll probably. Say that, <laughs> oh my god! Please go has, see if that's survived. Yeah, Guar Bar is awesome. It has a lot of like Guar's old costumes and stuff, and their food is legit too. So it's Ooh. pretty pretty fun. <laughs> Good luck. All right, let's uh, do one more. All right. Hi, ladies. 
big fan of the show. Been listening for several years now. Um, I'm calling because I have a dear, dear best friend who has been with me. I'm 30 years old. We've been best friends since we were, like, 15. Um, We're both gay, and he, you know, has always been, like, my biggest cheerleader and um, has just been there for me in so many ways. And something that I would like your advice on is I've realized over the last couple of years that he's kind of a conversation dominator. And, you know, we were we're both theater kids, older theater kids now, obviously, but we grew up doing like musicals and things together. And so he has a huge personality and that personality really kind of dominates the room. And I have a bunch of other friends that are awesome, um, but not as loud spoken. And I notice when he's in the mix, those friends are quieter and, you know, the conversation just doesn't flow. It's just kind of like his show. And so I feel like he will be really sensitive to any kind of criticism. And I'm not looking to criticize him, but I am looking to kind of increase the the vibes in the conversations that I'm having, having and um, and make them feel better for everyone that are a part of them. So just wondering your thoughts about that. Thanks so much. Bye. Wow. I really a lot to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can't fix theater kid, you know? Um, yeah. You can't really, <laughs> there's not really anything you can say to him that I think will change it i think the only thing you can do is in the circle at the time adapt and try to bring more people into the combo as he's taught you know maybe mm-hmm. like giving them opportunities to talk or something but other than that i don't really i don't know yeah i yeah, yeah i think this is like it's kind of similar to the last person in a way because it's like this is who this friend is that's his personality mm-hmm. you've known this person for 30 years so i think it's just like Think of him as an ingredient that doesn't go in every dish, you know, mm-hmm. like when he's there. Exactly. You're going to have to do a little bit of accommodating and keep it flowing. But maybe there are things that you don't need to invite him to if you're going to feel a little bit anxious about having him there. Or maybe it's more one on one hangs and stuff like that because you're kind of used to this. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, it sounds smart. like it's like her maybe some newer friends of hers that aren't in the same group as him. Right. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's I can, I see like yeah sometimes friends just don't mesh, and it doesn't mean like you know that you have to cut them out or something. But maybe it is just being like you know what I thought these friend groups would mesh. They kind of don't. We'll just kind of keep it this certain way. And it's I, I'm guessing that maybe he's even more like that when he's around your other newer friends out of a little bit of insecurity. You know. Mm-hmm. So it might just be about. Letting him get to know people on his own, like, a little bit. It takes time to, like, get to know people as you're older, too. And eventually, like, it. he probably won't change, but it'll at least be just, like, the flow is okay because everyone kind of understands, like, how it works now, you know? Yeah, totally. Good I mean, advice, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... I think that's right. I mean, especially if, like, none of your friends have, like, said anything, too. They also might be fine just... Sometimes it's fun just to be, like, at dinner with a loud person and be like, cool, I don't have to do anything tonight. I can just <laughs> yeah, this person go off. It's kind of... Sometimes it's kind of nice just to sit back and be like, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna eat this T-bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you guys had this experience, though? Because I feel like... I don't know, like, some people I feel like are very go-with-the-flow can kind of get along with a wide variety of people. Mm-hmm. So you have this person that you're like, oh, yeah. And then you introduce them and, and, and it becomes clear to you like in a group setting that not everyone's on that page. Like I, I, I guess yeah. that's what I relate to is I don't know the answer, but I've definitely experienced this anxiety. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like a social chameleon where I can, depending on the situation, like this person sounds like he should just go to the magic castle and he'll be schooled on dominating conversations. <laughs> taste of his own medicine yeah for sure. with a bunch of magicians yeah well i think also, really like, a word in. when you were the common denominator you can be much more hypersensitive to it too. yes like then then is what is actually happening with everybody else in the group as well because you are like you you feel like it is your job in that moment and i think it's just trusting your friends to figure it out and yeah 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 it's actually not your job it's to do that job. everyone's mm-hmm. an adult mate unless you're like all hanging out with kids or something i don't know but 
I'm assuming everyone's an adult and they can make their own decisions. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good point. I, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you sound I mean, incredibly empathetic and you sound like an awesome person that I would love to uh, get give a high five to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like. You are, yeah, you're you're empathetic. You're very sensitive to everyone's feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that can be very hard in those kind of settings. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But everyone can, everyone will be fine and... You yeah. know, yeah. I don't, I, unfortunately, like, I, yeah, I don't think talking to him would help. I just, it's no. like, that's just it, not yeah. something like Tess said, mm-hmm. it is, he is who he is. And, you know, unless he's like being extremely rude to someone or something like that, that's a different yeah. story where you'd have to right. be like, you know, maybe say something, but it sounds like he's just like, you know, being himself. So I would just kind of like not worry about it. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the friend groups are going to mesh. So they're not going to mesh the way that they're going to. And like, just, you know, having different people with different plans and different interests is, is a great, I think it's, you know, it's not everybody needs to be together all the time. Do you guys feel like, cause I do <laughs> that. It's kind of a, a, a traditionally like female, this, this anxiety is a bit female because I feel like we can connect, yes. feel this pressure like, oh, I have to maintain a good pH level for the whole vibe. Oh my God. You I don't know, think like, I've ever had a guy complain about this. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always so attuned to it. It's fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I know. Oh I'll God. just find myself being like, oh, these are the two, this is the one thing that you guys both know about. Here, you can talk about this. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. And it's like, people, yes. you know, it, it's, it's hard to just be like, oh, people. Yeah. I've had to like actively be like it's gonna be fine like it's f- okay just don't worry about it and like but it's very hard to do yeah i don't know why <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> yeah meanwhile guys like they're literally not noticing at fucking all it doesn't no. matter no <laughs> no but yeah remove your remove the responsibility of this situation from yourself because i mean this person's probably lovely that's why he's been your friend for so long so like also trust yeah. that i mean he's probably quite entertaining and like think yeah. of it if it isn't your best friend that you're inviting and you were at a party where this person you didn't know was acting like this maybe you'd be a little bit annoyed but maybe you'd also like brandy said be like just yeah. kind of relieved that you can just watch the show yeah <laughs> right yeah. sometimes that's just and nice. trust yeah, and trust that if people feel uncomfortable, they will leave. Yeah, they can remove yeah. themselves. You know, maybe maybe like hangs as the as the group is figuring out things are more like a movie and then dinner or something. Like that way, there's like an activity that like he can't dominate, but everybody can be a part of and have like an opinion on or something. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm learning here too because I also put that responsibility on myself. So thank you for the advice, ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I put that responsibility on myself. Now. I feel like we all needed this conversation, honestly. We did. Yeah. We all figured it out together. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for hanging out, Elizabeth. It's been super fun. Thank you. And do you do you go by Babs or Barbara? <laughs> I go by Babs. I was telling okay. her I'm going to have this conversation about how I tried to twist your Babs and I don't think it's taking, so I might just go back. You can't. <laughs> okay. Oh, my. I will do, do what you're going to do. But okay. yeah. <laughs> How can I not, though? People call me Barbara all the time and they do ask they? me still if I can call me Babs constantly. And oh, they put me on so flyers as Barbara. That's okay. so, so it's like, Babs. Babs. Babs Gray. Babs Gray. No, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, I tried to establish it, but it didn't get established. So it's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Like, I guess I can just go back because it's not worth it. I don't know. Anyway, we can talk about it. <laughs> we can make fetch happen. We can make Babs happen. <laughs> Sorry to start a new convo, but I was no, like, no, no, I need no, to, no, I need to add, add this. No, no we were talking <laughs> about it before so the show. Um, <laughs> thank it. you. <laughs> Shout out where, yeah, where everybody can follow you and find your stuff online and check out. Oh, oh thank you. Uh, at Siren of Magic on Instagram and then www.sirenofmagic.com on website. Uh, I don't have the Twitter or the anything. I'm old school, just Instagram. So yeah, good that, for that's you. Good. Pick one and go with it. And is there a place that they can see like a schedule of where you're performing? That's on your website. Oh, um, oh, if you go to my Instagram, I have a link tree that I need to update, but. Uh, I will probably have it updated by the time you listen to this. <laughs> like, you know how you have their, your little like link tree thing and there's a link. Yeah, you got yeah, all the stuff totally. in there. Heck yeah. Yes. Amazing. Go check out Elizabeth. Um, catch her performing sometime if you can. She's amazing. And Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yes. Bye. Thanks for having me on the pod. Goodbye. Bye. Three, two, three. Six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. Hi, I am driving to work and 
listening to this week's latest episode and um, reliving a memory um, about also punching a girl in the face that I completely forgot about and to bring it full circle. It also has to do with um, Girl Scouts. So I think that was something that we discussed um, not this week's episode, but last week's episode. I love how I'm sitting here talking like, you're my friends, and we actually had this conversation. But I got kicked out of Girl Scouts in, like, I think it was, like, third or fourth grade because I punched a girl in the face because she stole my stuffed toy and then wouldn't give it back to me and proceeded to run around the tables and taunt me with it. So instead of chasing her, I just stopped her and punched her in the face. And I got in trouble and got kicked out of Girl Scouts, and my mom had to come pick me up. And then when we got in the car, my mom told me I did a good job for sticking up for myself. So that's that. Just wanted to share my lost memory. Bye. Hey, ladies. This is Erin. I just wanted to call and thank you so much for the podcast. I started listening when you guys joined the Exactly Right Network. And I decided I would go back and listen through all of the archived episodes. It's really helped me get through my first pregnancy, which was very difficult, a difficult postpartum period and the first year of my son's life, um, which has been wonderful and challenging. And I thank you so much for always being there and helping me laugh during this challenging, exciting upsetting wonderful time and thank you for everything bye lady to lady is produced by katie levine get tons of bonus content discounted tickets for live shows and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady follow us on instagram at lady the number two lady comedy and give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows and hey don't forget to follow our individual accounts on twitter instagram and tiktok at babs gray brand dazzle and testify barker Listen, follow, and leave us a review on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can listen to new episodes one week early on Amazon Music or early and ad-free plus bonus episodes by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.